everybody and welcome to Things You Can't Ask Your Mum. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Lindsay. And we're going to kick off with a bit of an introduction about ourselves and also how this podcast came about. Um, we both work in fashion, we're both fashion bloggers and we've been friends for five or six years now. We've never saying, quite know, do no, we? We're always we've, like, it's, it must be six. Yeah, we've been <laughs> saying five for over a year now, so let's give ourselves a six-year anniversary really quickly. <laughs> um, and a lot of our friendship has been based on relationships and the advice that we give each other through these relationships. And our lives came together after similar experiences through breakups, after long-term relationships. And so we wanted to share our wisdom, basically, mm. <laughs> and be the agony ants to our followers and hopefully some other people who are listening as well. So we reached out on Instagram, our, both our Instagrams, which will be linked on the Entail app and asked you guys to ask us things that you can't ask your mum. <laughs> so I am Lindsay, hello, nice to meet you all. <laughs> um, and I um, started my career actually as a physio and that lasted for about seven years which and I absolutely loved it. I worked in elderly care and I always ran my blog alongside it as a hobby. And it got to a point last year where I was like, I can't do all of this. I'm not an octopus. Like, I <laughs> literally, something has got to give here. Um, mental health wasn't great. Balance wasn't great. I was, my skin was great. And I just thought, I have to get out of here. Yeah. So, yes, I took the bog full time last year. And it's been an amazing journey. And now yeah. here I am in a podcast recording studio. So, yes. opposite my best friend, which is mental. <laughs> so much fun and yeah. yeah I have just consistently avoided the world of grown-up work unlike Lindsay and I've been blogging such a slacker <laughs> oh my god I've been blogging full-time since university since I graduated which was whoa four years ago now I think quite yeah. a while ago now and um, where I did history of art which was entirely not relevant to what I do day to day now but anyway that's what university can be all about <laughs> and yeah it's just been my job for however long that is and met Lynn's through work and we wanted this to be sort of our friendship to be the thread through this and like yeah. I said the advice that we can give one another and also to be able to talk about the really difficult things that we've called it things you can't ask your mum but also for people who maybe don't have a best friend like we do where you fully open that maybe we yeah. could teach you how to have those conversations too and that nothing's off the table for talking about things like this is probably going to get quite explicit later down the yeah. line do we like me <laughs> to put like a PG thing on? not even PG like an 18 maybe, rating maybe 18 on this rating. podcast yeah. <laughs> honestly the things that come out of my mouth oh yeah Linda especially oh. over there old potty mouth it's gonna be fine it's gonna be good we're all friends yeah and also sorry mum if you're listening for what you might I know I'm not sure hear. if Sue will listen to this or she'll know how to listen to it so I'll say sorry mum to you just as well just case. in case but Anne is definitely going to be listening hi Anne hi Anne <laughs> we'll just have to see what what comes up as we go yeah. but our first topic was going to be long-term relationships as I said we came together after Lindsay and I came together after both going through breakups a couple of yeah. years apart from one another and it has been a thing that I've learned so much from Lindsay off and vice versa I'd like to think well we'll see <laughs> no I'm kidding of course yeah and so we thought that'd be a good starting point because it kind of represents where we started off as well yeah should we do a brief background about relationships basically do yeah let's go let's start, start with that yeah you go um I'll go okay <laughs> so I suppose my my relationship history is oh it's I mean, you're going to learn a lot about this as we go through the, this series. Um, but my first, I think my first big love was maybe uh, we were together for six years. Um, we met when I was just turning 21. Um, I was at uni in Preston. Um, he was like the best thing since sliced bread. I was absolutely head over heels in love with a kid and um we were really quite straight and narrow quite steady settled down really quickly and um, we rented this amazing house 
um, I was working as a physio and it was just kind of one of those relationships where I would have walked over hot coals mm. for him and he would not have done the same <laughs> for me. So I was just blindly in love with him and I lived my life around him and I was absolutely nowhere near the person that I am today. Yeah. Um, because I just, I did what he did. I was, you know, I was more involved with his family than my family, his friends than my friends. And I was, I was actually quite um, segregated away from everything that I would usually be involved in. And I was such a little party girl and I loved a night out and I loved my girls. And that all kind of fell by the wayside because I was so obsessed in love with this man who, and I think we've talked about this before, haven't we, Lizzie, yeah. in that when you're at that point, you can't see the wood for the trees. Yeah. And I kind of was really, really intensely I don't know how to how to describe it, but everything about it was intense because he didn't give me back what I gave to him. So it's a so level I, of insecurity in it oh, as well. hundred yeah. percent. And it's that thing where you just desperate, desperate, desperate for their time, attention, love. I was like forever trying to pin him down and that's not my normal no. nature. I'm yeah. quite strong and brave, I would say. And I, I don't mind waiting for things and being on my own, but with him, because I couldn't pin him down, it made me want to pin him down all yeah. the more. And ultimately, he wasn't brave enough to ever say, enough's enough now, I'm, I, yeah. I, I love you, but I'm not, I don't want to be yeah. with you for the rest yeah, of my life. Yeah, I was gonna say he was in love with you too, it just yeah. wasn't fully reciprocated with the intensity. No, not at all. And I think, you know, I just let myself slip away into what his life was and it, around even his personality, everything, I just completely yeah. lost myself. And it took me so long to find myself after that. Yeah. And the day that he left, and he left me, yes, yes, yes. I've tried to tell people that I left him, but it was very, very untrue. Um, it was literally the best thing that ever happened to us was him going, because yeah. as awful as it was, he needed to leave for me to see my full potential in my life and in my career and everything. And I can't even begin to think about where I was then and where I am now. Yeah, And yeah. it was so for the best, so, you know. Because I first oh. met you when you were with him. Yeah. But we weren't really close then, because no. we only met a couple of times through work. And we will talk about breakups a lot more in our next episode yeah. as well. So I think we'll go more into depth about how all of that feels. Absolutely. But from going back to what you were saying about when something's not fully reciprocated and that intensity that you get, yeah. it can be so easily mistaken for being so madly in love when yeah. it's more of an infatuation. And those That's are two it. different feelings. Yeah, 100%. And I um, really, really felt that. And, you know, when it did end, that was what was left over, like an intense yeah. need for this feeling that that was gone. Yeah. And I had nowhere to nowhere yeah. else to put it. And so it's it was not a wholesome feeling that no, way. It not really at all. makes you so panicky all the time and anxious. Yeah, and like like you say, insecure and you know, I wasn't I wasn't the most trusting either because I was like, God, maybe, you know, he's out and he's found someone better because he doesn't seem to want to marry me. Yeah, and yeah. I, these really weird thoughts that go through your head when you're yes. having a period of like, feeling so insecure, yeah. it's so strange. Yeah, because it's you, like you fill in the gaps that he wasn't filling for you, yeah. which is like filled with so many thoughts and conclusions that you draw. And ones that you never talk about out loud, yes. so they get worse and worse and worse yes. in your head because yes. your, your brain is a funny old place when you're on your own, isn't yeah. it? And we, we've got a relationship where we talk about those things yeah. so much that I can come to you with something and you'll be like, you are being mental yes. and a bit of a psychopath yes. and vice versa. Yeah, very much so, <laughs> vice versa but it is so important to soundboard those things off and to kind of come to a conclusion with somebody else sometimes because yeah. when you're in the thick of it our favorite saying is you can't see the wood for the trees you cannot 
I literally was so deep in that wood. <laughs> so, so deep. So, deep. <laughs> so I was also in a six-year relationship. And any of you who watch me on YouTube will have watched a lot of that relationship as well. Um, and we met when we were at school. He was actually the first boy I ever kissed. Hmm. Yeah. I think we were like 11 or something. Um, and we were boyfriend and girlfriend at school for like a really serious three weeks. And then <laughs> Connor Tracy, who might be listening to this, told me that he was going to dump me. So I got in there first. <laughs> this is when we were like 11 or 12. And then went through school together, not together, and then got together in our last year of school. So we were together from being 18 to 24. So a little bit old. There's a bit of an age difference between me and Lindsay as well. You're four years older than me. So yeah. the same time period. For a minute, I thought you were going to say you're 40 and I was about to drag you across the table. <laughs> I was like, I am 31, Elizabeth. Not 40. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, same t- um, length of time, but slightly younger. Um, and we went to different universities. We were at school together, then two different universities. And then um, he was at university in Manchester studying architecture, which is a very long degree. Mm. And I moved to Manchester once I'd graduated. So we moved in together and lived together about 18 months before splitting up. And it was very, I think when you, because I shared a lot of it online as well, there's always lots of speculation about it, like something else must have happened. But it was the most amicable breakup yeah. that you could possibly have, where we'd both grown apart. We were in a place that felt more like friendship, which is, I think, something we'll talk about a bit more generally in long-term relationships Um, and our careers were going different ways and it was just a really difficult breakup because there was still so much love there but it wasn't necessarily in love in the same way which is a really hard thing to come to terms with because I was living with my best friend and we were getting on so well and we had the same sense of humor and like he was an amazing person and I'm sure still is and so day to day was so happy it was then just the realization that long term it's not going to be right and it takes you a long time to come to terms with that. I think most yeah. people I know, it's a good year of a thought process. It so is. And it's the first sign of, oh, it's that really weird knot in your stomach where the thought comes into your head where you're yeah. like, maybe this isn't right. Maybe yeah. something's not quite. And you're like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And yeah. it's normally the beginning of the yes. end. And, and at the first you're like, no, 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 that thought's going to go away. Yeah, this fine. is so This not is it. what we know. This is how we yeah. are. We're like, yeah. Fine. And that's not to be mistaken with having ups and downs. Because no. obviously we had ups and downs before then, but it's a different sort of feeling. Yeah. Um, it's one that worries you and it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're being honest with yourself, you fully know where yeah. it's at at that point. Um, so yeah, I moved to London after we split up. And like I said, it was really amicable and was a really like happy and wholesome relationship and was on a very even keel quite different to the one that you just described oh, and what God, you yeah. went through yeah it was something that gave me he gave me so much confidence to do what I the career that I started and I wouldn't be where I am now without his support through that yeah um and yeah we were just always happy but it really did fall into a friendship towards the end yeah and different drives in lots of ways in career in a career sense and I was sort of at a point in my life where I was uncompromising about work which is difficult to live with someone being like that I think as well um but I ultimately knew where my priorities were shifting um Mm. so it was being honest with myself and eventually him yes yeah (laughs) just took a little bit longer (laughs) a little bit longer um and yeah and we got lots of questions about long-term relationships about um knowing when to commit to things as well and yeah and committed and when it all starts and how do you make the the jump and make the move to say that you're ready to be together properly and not get absolutely shit scared about it and run off. Yeah, I think 
for me it was different because we were so young so we were still at a time in our lives where it's quite structured like you go to university and then you get a job you've got certain yeah a certain framework in place ahead of you yeah if that makes sense yeah. so like we both knew we were at school then we both knew we were going to go to uni and then the decision would come after that as you opposed to now yeah, you literally had all the time in the world yeah then, and yeah now so it would different. be so different to ha- when do you have the conversation about moving in like living yeah. in london so expensive if you could share with someone it's so much e- all that yeah, kind of thing is, which we just so didn't bad. have then no not at all i think when i was at uni with my the, the man that i was talking about just now he lived there i lived there for uni so that was quite an easy transition it was a big thing to get him to move in with me in the first place but um <laughs> as we you know but um yeah I was the driving force behind absolutely everything because I was like dead set on kids and marriage and that so that was just in my head um but now like with my current boyfriend James um we've been together for like two and a half years and I think because we met when like James is 34 I'm 31 we met a little bit later we were both kind of on the same page in terms of what we wanted career-wise and where we were at in life so it just kind of felt a little bit it felt easier but also big and bigger because this is the next stage in your life where you're like oh okay if we want to have children maybe you know I need to think about whether that person is you yeah or not yeah and do I want to spend my life with you or not and it's it's a a weird pressure that I think that I put on myself and that society puts on us when we get to a certain age you've got to settle down you've got to do this that and the other and you haven't you do stuff at your own pace but we can't deny that those factors do affect us still and they do affect me and did affect me and so we moved in together probably after about nine months and then yeah I love living with him yeah so good we just had the conversation my flatmate was moving out and James and I had said she's moving out then the ideal situation would be that you move in but if we still don't feel ready for you to move in at that point yeah I'll get another flatmate for however long we need let's not rush it because it's a huge thing and I don't want you to fill a gap I don't want you to fill the other half of the 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 lease on the the flat so I think we went about it well and it ended up that we were ready and we and we did want to spend more time together because he was actually living out in Suffolk at the time and commuting in for work so yeah it's just you've got to be open and honest and have those conversations it depends on it depends on you both about how early you have those conversations yeah but it the best thing is just to be open about it and be a bit vulnerable as well if you're feeling something the chances are the other person's feeling it as well so yeah 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 and you can tell of course you can and also you also experienced where you moved in with somebody and it didn't work out and that's also not the end of the world no not at all if you get it wrong you can get out of it of course you can yeah before james i was living with somebody else we'd moved into oh that was like three months i left that one i was all over the bloody show shouldn't have done that i mean he was an (laughs) angel and he was i've got a lot of time for the man but I shouldn't have done that. But you Good learn God. from it. And like, I think sometimes it can feel like a logistical nightmare. Yes. Especially when you're renting and things. Oh, yeah. But it's not impossible. Like no, when no. I left Manchester, I was still halfway through a year's um, tenancy agreement. Yeah. And you just make it work. Like you do. ultimately you've got to decide you're going to be happy. And if that decision is it's time to move in together and you've got to come make some compromises, yeah. then that's the right thing to do. You just know how you feel. And like you, you said, if you've had a conversation then... Yeah. Yeah, and you've got to do what feels best and you've got to do what's best for both of you in the long run. But ultimately you have to feel really happy with your decision and it's got to be right for you because you can't stay you can't stay with someone for the sake of a bloody lease on a contract no, for rent yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Even if it's a mortgage, like yeah. I'm not gonna have one of those in London, but whatever. So <laughs> even if it is a mortgage we can dream. We can dream. <laughs> even if it is a mortgage, you can still this you can still sort this out. Yeah. Like I, you know, I've got friends that have done it and it it's just it's one of those shit logistical nightmares like you say but you you can do it yeah 
it's not the end of the world. So Another just... question we got asked a lot, which yes. I thought was a really good one, which you can answer from like the point of view of being in a relationship that's been going on for two years now, yeah. is keeping the magic alive. Oh, Ooh. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Ooh. a tricky one. It is a tricky one. It's never going to be the same as the first, the honeymoon period, as people no, say. No, where you it's literally just, just want to rip each other's clothes off. And you can't sustain it. Like, no, you can't. You just really, people, really I get can't. tired. Like, I'm tired. Yeah. I, when I get in bed, I want to go to sleep. Yeah, you really can't. You just don't want to be permanently sore. <gasps> oh, <laughs> no. We'll talk more. I'm going to direct this back to Lizzie. Oh, She's no. in a new relationship, and she knows all about being sore. So. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Anne, again, Lizzie's mum. For keeping the magic alive. Okay, so me and James rarely would be able to get into any front door without, like, <laughs> without taking each other's clothes off before we've like, entered a room. It was really like quite bad, but very exciting. But also yeah. not sustainable. Not sustainable. And it's normal. So if if you're in a relationship that's like very full of lust and sex and amazingness, and then it kind of like dies down a little bit, and you start going out for more meals in public and not like you know having sex in a bathroom or something, <laughs> then. That's normal. Like, you just get more comfortable with each other. Yeah. You can take your time. You can have a big old sleep and not have to worry about wearing your sexiest lingerie that chafes in the night and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> these are all real common problems. They are. And but it's a different type of, like, love and security that you get from that. It is. And it just changes. It's not It's not, It's not. not bad. It's not um, negative. It's just you both feel comfortable. Like, our sex drives are still the same, but we just pick and choose when we want to do it because, yeah, if we are tired, then I'm not, I'm not bothered. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, yeah. what if I've got, like... I don't know. What if I want to do a face mask? Yeah. Or what, just relax. You know, yeah. You just don't always want that. So, yeah. So, we're two and a half years in. I'd say we're still, like, it's still, we still have magic. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. The weekend just gone, we went on a little um, night night in a hotel away. Um, not like a dirt, <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> not like a dirty weekend, but, I mean, it wasn't planned like one, but you, you just make full <laughs> use of the time that you've got, don't you, in a hotel. And there's like a mini bar and all that business. And it's just great, great. But those are little tips that it's like a date night, but yeah. a bit of an amplified date night. Like and just we, being in a different bedroom sometimes. Yes, exactly. A different bed, everything, not yeah. your sheets. Yeah. And <laughs> the, <laughs> me and James both said how nice it was. It really felt like a date because we like went for a meal and had loads to drink. I say loads, I can't drink that much. But we had some, some stuff to drink. And then, yeah, it was just so nice. And when we got home on the Sunday, he was like, that was such a good weekend. Yeah. I was like, I know, was like, we need to make more time for each other to do things like this and just block off a weekend where we're just together and we do what we're gonna do. And then I think for my old long-term relationship, yeah. the spark did go a little bit. And that was part of this the moment where you have to be <laughs> honest with yourself about whether you want to be in that relationship in your 20s, really, where you're making excuses about things. It and just, is. And if you do not want to see that man or woman without the clothes on you onto a you you fucked. Yeah. You fucked. Aren't you? I mean it wasn't a case of having the ick, it wasn't that. It no. was just like a certain part of the relationship. And I yeah. think a lot of people go through this where it feels more like a friendship yeah, towards the end, which is completely <clears throat> what happened. Um and that that element's always got to be really strong in a relationship, but it's also you've got to keep working on the sex life of it. And yeah. if you ultimately don't want to do it, then you're just never gonna make it work. Like no. you have to one um, have that basic human instinct there for that yeah. person and yeah. if it's gone then it's just gone yeah. and you've got to be honest with yourself about it I think yeah. girls gotta eat <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <sighs> but that was a question that we got so 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 much because as well like when you're both working and you're stressed and traveling and everything yeah and it's just life happens you can't just keep up this animalistic sex behavior that no. you start start off with no she pointed at me when she said that then <laughs> and rightly so Elizabeth 
<laughs> no, you can't sustain it. You really can't. It's, no. Yeah. And like I said, it does. it's a different type of love and a different stage of a relationship when that bit goes. And it's nothing to worry about if you're at the beginning no, of something and that's fading. That's completely normal as well. Yeah. It's just about being honest with yourself of do you want to take that person's clothes off still? Yeah. Do you fancy them? That's the simple question. Yes. Do you fancy them? Oh, I sit and look at James sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, you're so gorgeous. Yeah. It's so nice to fancy someone. I know. But then other times I'm like, you are such a shitbag. Get out. <laughs> It's, that's also normal though yeah oh, I think yeah. that's just my aggressive like northern yeah Lindsay's definitely got a bit more of a temper on her than I do <laughs> I'm the chilled placid one in our friendship and she's a bit of a maniac yeah that maniac's a good word actually yeah I am really placid in some things though, and sometimes I supply, surprise myself just, but just turn it into a head case every day is a learning curve isn't it poor James I know Lizzie always says that poor James poor bloody Lindsay <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Oh dear. Um, right, okay, so what else? what else did you ask? God, you asked so much. Marrying your first boyfriend, should you? I oh. suppose I could answer that because my yeah, ex was my first big love. Yeah, as much as I tried to marry mine, didn't want yeah. to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> Not for lack of trying from Lindsay. Um, I, just, I guess it's case by case, isn't it? Yeah. I think from having, for me, from having been in that relationship and then been out of it and experienced different things, some of them incredibly negative yeah. and difficult, mm. I've learned so much from it that I my instinct would be to say that experience, the more experience you get, the better. Yeah. Of knowing what you want and what you want in a partner and what you want a partner to bring out from you. I didn't have enough experience from that relationship. No. But then that was supposed to be together from being 18 and like... That's your whole formative adult years, it really. really is, and yeah. It's a, it's a tricky so one. Much, I would never want to say absolutely not because it can completely work for people. And yeah. Like, we know people who are getting married. Yeah, and they've been together since yeah. school. So yeah. happy. So it yeah. can completely work. I just yeah. think you know in your heart of hearts whether you're whether you want more experience or whether you think different experiences will help you grow. That's it. And it's hard if your peers and your mates around you are like, off here there and everywhere might yeah. be single or might be onto their third boyfriend and having the time of their lives and you feel like you're the boring one because again society puts you in that category of like you've not had any life experience but you have you're happy you're in love like what yeah. more could you need and if you're asking it because of other pressures from other people then it's not the right thing yeah but then if you're asking it from a place that's you've got that little knot in your stomach and you're a bit worried maybe about about it yeah then be really honest and open with each other have a conversation about it how he might be feeling similar maybe you need to take a step back for a little while yeah. it doesn't mean that it's the end but maybe you both just need to have a little think about how you're really really feeling and if you are so so happy then there is no problem go for it yeah i think that's completely yeah. true and then another point we've got on and um, that we was asked about bored but in love and that could relate to that yeah are you still happy and really in love but you're bored and while you can say things like book a hotel and stuff it's not always viable no, it's financially not, it's not work-wise financial, not, no. just having the time, time to do it yeah all of it S- small things like even like you and James always watch series together and yeah. it's a routine in your week where you're like let's sit down and do this and yeah. put the time aside and yeah. then little bits like that that can be really part nice part of your routine at home yeah there was times when I was with my ex and we were living together where I thought I was bored but now like I do miss the companionship sometimes now I've lived on my own for a while yeah so don't always think the grass is greener as well like it's about what experiences you want and what you want to get out of that time and try and address what's making you bored and if yeah. there's something that you could do as a hobby to make yourself more I always think like keep yourself up top to up 95% and yeah. then le- leave another person to do the 5% oh my god absolutely because if you don't know yourself and if you don't know what makes you happy you can't put that ownership no. on somebody else no. to come in and make you happy because it's never going to work no. and someone's going to want to do that 5% because it's doable yeah. but if you're like at 50 and you're expecting someone else to do the other 
half, no one can take on that task. Setting them up for a fail. Yeah, and so yeah. they're just not going to want to do it because they're going to no. feel like it's going to fail. So it's like, take responsibility of that boredom as well. And if you're still in love and you're still happy, then that's enough to worth, worth fighting for, I would say. Yeah, completely. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So address like the bigger picture sometimes, which, and you, we've spoke about this before, about you can sometimes put everything on a relationship because oh, you yeah. put so much into them. Yeah, and I think it's, it's, it's down to personalities as well. Like I am quite an intense person, I'd say. I'm very loyal and if people don't give me back what I give to them, I like it really, really winds me up. Yeah. And, it, and I'm, I'm like, why though? Why? Yeah. But everybody's different. Every, we're all built differently. It's not because they don't love give you the same amount of love back or they don't care people are just different and that's absolutely fine so i'm that person in the relationship or friendship or whatever it is and the people that you put around you give you something else and it's a two-way thing like you can't put that responsibility on somebody else no no yeah at all yeah it is just going to set someone up to fail yeah essentially yeah another one that we got which kind of would relate to being bored is a wandering eye if you're attracted to other people yeah. Which I would say is normal. Like totally. to see somebody like I fancy them, they're fit. Obviously, yeah. the issue is then if you want to go and act on it. Yeah, that's the difference. Isn't yeah, it? and we can all appreciate somebody that's absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I've got a really bad obsession with somebody who's in Riverdale at the moment, which I was telling Lizzie <laughs> about, and it's getting out of hand. I've had to unfollow him on Instagram. Um, but yeah, these things are sent to trials, aren't they? They are sent. To Not test. saying I would hang up on it if he rang me though. <laughs> But no, seriously, <laughs> it's fine. You can appreciate how attractive everybody is. And, you know, it, like if somebody flirts with me, somebody flirted with me the other day in Snappy Snaps. Really? I went to pick up my film where me and Lizzie go to, um, <laughs> to collect our film. And I walked in and honestly, he came right up to me. Yeah. And he said, um, are all women goddesses? And I said, yes, they are. And he said, well, if you're a goddess, then I want to worship. And I was like, oh uh, my fucking God, you not just say that to me. What did you say back to him? I, I I just laughed and I was like I, I don't know where to put myself and it, I just went bright red and I was like I'm quite confident but yeah, I was like yeah, you yeah, have, yeah. you've caught me off guard there mate I did not know what to do with myself how old was he oh way younger than me younger yeah oh my like, gosh probably not way maybe like early twenties I was or thinking something. like creepy old man from no that. Uh, excuse me no <laughs> sorry <laughs> it was the line that made me think <laughs> no I um, mean he wasn't British I think he, he had I think he was Danish oh yeah blimey. But well, yeah, that's something. The, the but that thing, didn't make your eye wander. Absolutely still, not. James really is still James is still safe. Facial hair, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's normal to have a bit of a wandering eye. Yeah. But it is just like acting on it and being honest with yourself of like, is it someone who you've met at work you're having a bit of a flirt with, but it's not yeah. going any further? And yeah. is it like even that would be all right, but you've got to say, what is that giving you that you're not getting from your relationship? Like, exactly. Ask the questions of yourself all the time and be yeah. honest with what answers you're coming up with. Yeah, and I always have, like, if, if, if that happens where I'm like, you know, if we're out for drinks or something like that, I'm like, yeah. oh, he's, he's good looking. I'm like, not as good as James. Yeah. And then I'm like, he's really good looking. I was like, he's not as funny as James, though. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, James is the best. James so, is like, the if best. you haven't got that answer for everything, then. Yeah, definitely. Then, yeah, again, you fucked. Yeah. So you <laughs> You're not fucked, I'm joking. But you need to probably reassess where you are at with your yeah, partner. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like our ultimate thread here has been throughout a long-term relationship, consistently ask yourself questions about how you're feeling. Yeah. I mean, not if you're happy. Don't question your happiness. No, no, Go no, with no. That. Don't start opening a can of worms that's no. not there. But if you, a lot of the questions that we got in response to this when we put it on Instagram were about those sort of niggling feelings yeah. and the beginning of the end feelings. Yeah. Just be honest with yourself and where you're at and speak to your friends. Yes. Get their perspectives people you know have been through it or are going through it as well yeah and also you know once you get your head together then the first person that you need to speak to is your partner because they will know something's off yeah 
because they're not stupid. Yeah. And a relationship's meant to be hard work. When you imagine yeah. about like everything, how different two people's lives are to make them come together and grow together, it's not meant to be a walk in the park no. the whole time. There's meant to be ups and downs. You're yeah. meant to work at it. Yeah. But ultimately, if you both want to and are happy for having each other in your life, then it's always going to be an easy thing to work at. Yeah. But I don't think any long-term relationship is just a case of sitting back and letting it wash over you Absolutely because not. that's complacency, which no. doesn't go far. No, and then and then you will really be unhappy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And small things which I think always help like look after yourself like shave your legs small things like yeah. that that keep you feeling sexy and feeling nice yeah. can go a long way in a long term relationship where you know your partner wouldn't be like uh, yeah. if you didn't shave it your is, legs and it's, this is a big thing and, and this has big, been a big learning curve for me especially with James because <laughs> when we first so James is massively massively into his like health fitness eating he used to eat honestly oh god he used to eat boiled chicken breasts and broccoli oh. every single day and honestly it turns my stomach and he was so into this routine that he had yeah. and he was like a greek god like <laughs> honestly his abs on i can't even and he um and he as he's always been he was that like lad about town like always out with the boys really looking after his appearance like really proud of the way he looked dressed really well that kind of thing and would date and date and date but not really settle down yeah and then when he met me, <laughs> she tied him down. Changed. <laughs> but he, um, because he's like happy and settled and like feels happy in his life, because that's not a sustainable lifestyle. That's a great time to have, like, yeah, like, yeah. like we say, like in your 20s or 30s, whenever it comes to you, when you want to have a single time or yeah. you're going through a period of time where you need to like let loose. He had that for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. And so when now that we're like happy and we've got a bit of a routine, but we have like, you know, we're, you know, st- still a great relationship, it's. It's, t- it's showing now that he is less bothered about stuff yes, like that. Yeah, and he want he's still at the gym and he's still doing bits and bobs, but not at the rate he was because yeah. he's like, oh well, I want to have a pizza at the weekend with yeah, you, or, or yeah. I want to have like let's go for a beer, and those things just come through naturally. Yeah, but he won't ever lose sight of himself and yes. the way he likes to look. Yeah, and I won't either. Yeah, so I'm you know I go to my classes every week. Yeah, and I keep myself looking the way I want to look that makes me feel happiest because that's good for me. Absolutely. And it's also good for each other to know that, you know, he's got pride in his appearance, I've got pride in my appearance. Yeah. And we like the way, we like the way that that feels. And it's, you know, both our mental health is good because we're doing things on our own and yeah. I think that's what it comes down to more than, it doesn't have to be a physical thing. No, absolutely not. But just what makes your mental health good and you feel good about yourself is then what another person's going to want to be around. That's it and keeping the balance. And that's what I'm trying to, you know, in a very convoluted way that I just went around that whole thing (laughs) is that we're both happy on our own so we can be happy together. And I'm not going to make him stop going to the gym. I have made him stop boiling the chicken breast because that is vile. Um, We grill them now instead. We grill it instead. Um, And and same with me, like if I... You know, if I wasn't happy and exercise makes me happy, yeah. he'd be like, Jesus, yeah. like, oh, what are we doing here? Yeah. it's And that all ties into a complacency where yeah. you allow someone else to take too much responsibility for keeping you feeling good. Yeah. Whereas you just got to do whatever it is. And like, we're saying things like going to the gym and shaving your legs, but if that's not your bag, then no, it's not your bag. of course not. Let it all be... grow if you want. <laughs> I don't care. If that's what makes you feel good, it's just about identifying those things and still very much being your own person yeah. and keeping your own thing going yeah. and then letting somebody else add to your life. Yeah. Which is a hard thing to find and you know it when you find it I think yeah and also on the other end of that like if I I, I've just felt my leg and it's quite furry and sometimes (laughs) if I get in bed next to James he'll go oh growing a growing a fluff there and I'm like yeah 
I am. And then he laughs and I'm like, oh God, at the beginning I would never no, have let yeah. that. And th- again, that's a very personal thing. And yeah. But you know, it, you're just, just what you're used to. But now I'm like, oh, just like grow a bit, it's fine. Just grow, especially yeah. in the winter. And it's always the time where he wants to touch my leg and I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> why tonight now? I've not shaved. He wants a leg over yeah. and you've got a hairy leg. <laughs> a furry leg, it's oh. got that far. Oh, anyway. the frickle. Yeah. So I think that we've covered long-term relationships there. Yeah. Pretty much. I reckon. <laughs> It's all, all 12 years worth of the ones that we went through literally which is crazy <laughs> I know um, and all of the questions that you've asked us are like normal things to think about which is why we really wanted to do this podcast as well so yeah. that we and can share our own experiences yeah, and, say and it's thoughts and questions that we all have at some point yeah. and you know it's scary to say them out loud but please do talk yes. about them to your yeah. friends to us anything yeah. and you know anyone anyone yeah. just get it out there and if you have listened to this and you've got that niggling feeling and now you're feeling more worried then don't worry because next yeah. week's going to talk about breakup Exactly. So we'll like share yeah. our experiences yeah. there and how we've both come out the other end of them are totally fine and better people for the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be next week. But in the meantime, if you've got any more questions that you wanted to ask us relating to breakups, then just message us both on our various Instagrams, which yeah. are linked below, at Shot From The Street and at Ropes Of Holland. Yeah. And we can add them onto our very detailed plan we have in front of us right now. Lizzie <laughs> has literally been driving me mad with this piece of paper. I don't even know, is it A3? Uh, yeah, that's a three. Yeah, it's com- it's here now in the studio with us. Color-coded. It's very beautiful, colour coded, and yeah, it's it's, it's our a, bible. It's a work of art. Yes. It's our bible. I think we might have to get it laminated, pal. I think that we should have <laughs> fr- and framed everything. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you so much for coming to <laughs> listen to us. This yeah. has been so good. We're literally beaming at each other over a table right now. So many teeth, so much smiling. Yeah, so many teeth. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Yes, to discuss breakups. See you soon. Bye. Bye.